0: But like, when's the trial?
1: I don't even... I, did we even... Was this even called... This was called Trial of Magneto, but was this even...
0: He's like trials and tribulations. You know, it's less of a court proceeding. Dun-dun. More of a emotional journey through discovery.
1: I kind of feel like this book was another book pretending to be a book. Hey,
0: she actually is on record... Having said, I didn't want to call it the Trial of Magneto.
1: All right. Well, that's fair. I have nothing, nothing against her. Nothing. I just don't know what happened at all. Welcome to the X-Y podcast. I'm Alicia. And I'm Justin. And today we're talking about Trial of Magneto number three, but also... Some Infinity Comics. Some Infinity Comics. Like Plural. Just, just like real quick. Just like a quick little nugget about Infinity Comics.
0: Oh, just a quick nugget? Well, yeah. before you got nuggets.
1: We got news? I
0: got some news.
1: Oh, what's the news? Well, we what's got... the story, Wishbone? <laughs>
0: we got some...
1: That was a little more blues clues
0: than Wishbone.
1: <laughs> We just got to let. It. Stop. We just got some I've news never, now. I've Justin's going to tell no, us some news now. I don't now. like this. wonder what it oh. is. Just say it. Just say the news.
0: New Mutants number 25. We got the solicit information.
1: Ow, ow. A
0: little demon showdown, as it seems.
1: Mm hmm. Ilyana
0: versus Madeline <laughs> Pryor. I'm excited about this. So. Yeah, me too. You don't know the original Inferno, but those nope. two characters play a very integral role to what's going down in that storyline. Oh, snap. And the fact that they seem to have a tiff over claim on Limbo. So oh, no, no, no. Magic Limbo was, belongs to Magic. Well, yes. She is the also recently announced to be the Sorcerer Supreme of Limbo, right? Every dimension mm-hmm. has a Sorcerer Supreme. Obviously, it's probably going to be Iliana.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: But she's also the... Oh, what do you call it? The leader, the the president the of what? Limbo. Oh, Captain
1: yeah. I guess.
0: Demon sorcerers. I don't know. Captain Limbo. Captain Limbo. Speaking of,
1: oh god, what a <laughs> Captain segue. Captain Krakoa.
0: Issue 7 solicit dropped today. Solicit for issue 7 of X-Men. with Captain Krakoa on the cover and the rest of the team backing him like he's the new dude. No Cyclops though. I saw that and I was I was pissed. Someone commented on our Instagram. I was like, "Well, have you seen Cyclops and Caprica Crow in the same room?" Though I
1: thought that comment was the funniest thing. Like,
0: he just disappears so, and he comes back and comes. So with the
1: classic house. superhero. Like, hey,
0: it's more a sitcom, hey, but been, yeah.
1: <laughs> no, but it's very much like the Clark Kent. You know, Bruce. It's I guess it's more, um, but also like Peter Parker, Spider Man, like. All of a sudden, Peter Parker disappears and Spider-Man is there or right. Clark Kent disappears and Superman is there. And then when they go away, the regular person comes back and nobody seems to put together that they're never in the same room.
0: Doesn't make sense. But also, I'm suspicious of oh, this yeah. Captain yeah, I'm Krakoa super
1: suspicious of Captain Krakoa. And the team's
0: embracing of him.
1: Well... As we know, sometimes covers mean nothing. So it could just be that he's in the issue.
0: But two covers in a row? Two covers in a row? He's a, he's Mr. Paparazzi in issue six. And now he's in the tube. Right, but... Jumping shot
1: on issue seven. But just because he's pictured with the full team like that doesn't mean that the full team supports him. They might just all be in the book together. We'll see. Yes, we will.
0: So this comes out on Friday.
1: Fra- oh, this, ish- this episode... <laughs> So this is, yeah. Yes.
0: And Friday is also the first day of PulseCon.
1: PulseCon. Hasbro
0: Pulse's online event that. Listen.
1: What? I just, I want, I understand COVID and and that, you know, safety first. I'm completely here for that. But I would like HasCon or PulseCon or whatever they're going to call it to come back in person because I feel like that could be our thing. That's a Hasbro is a Rhode Island company, and yeah, we are a Rhode Island podcast, and yep. we could that could be our thing.
0: That'd be great when it does, but it's not this year. I know. So, anyway, PulseCon oh. Friday and Saturday online, not in person.
1: <laughs> wow, you are rude.
0: <laughs> I had a day, y'all. It's Whatever,
1: I had a day too, but a different day.
0: Saturday is when they're going to do the Marvel Legends reveal Mm -hmm. at 2 p.m. Eastern. 2
1: p.m. EST.
0: I'll be there.
1: You'll be there. Online. Online.
0: We have a sneak
1: peek. Oh, we do. Of
0: what's getting announced. Not specific details, but we were talking to David Nakayama at New York Comic Con. Mm -hmm. He does the box art for the recent waves, and he did uh potentially confirm some suspicions, some some rumors that it is a X-Men line that is being announced we'll and just revealed. Say,
1: he did not confirm or deny anything. Yeah,
0: he didn't say He'd... specifically anything, but he you know he's been doing some more for Hasbro and it's X-Men related and they're <laughs> unconnected. And I have been following the rumors of this wave. Well, I haven't.
1: What... Do you want to share them with me? What's the rumor?
0: Let me pull it up.
1: Beep pop boop boop beep pop.
0: Now, these are just rumors.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't get too excited, Alicia.
0: We will see how many of these we can kind of compare and contrast, see what's confirmed or not. This Mm -hmm. is from MarvelousNews.com, and they have rumors of the seven figures, not the Build-A-Figure, but who the characters are.
1: Seven figures. Siren. Okay. Banshee's daughter. Mm Mm-hmm. Darwin. Oh, Darwin. Havoc. P.S. Side note. Darwin. Went in the vault, okay? I said this to you the other day, and I just want to say it to everybody. Yep. Darwin went in the vault with Sink and Wolverine, and since they all came out of the vault, Sink and Wolverine, they've been present. They've been around. They've been at the forefront. Where's Darwin? Maybe he didn't want to be in the X-Men team. Well, yeah, but, like, the guy went in the vault. Like, give him some credit now. They gave him credit. Ah, whatever. Carry on, Darwin. Wolverine. Which Wolverine? Lady Wolverine. There's no there's Laura no it just says Wolverine. Wolverine. Well, I said it's Havoc not because right? we got enough of those. I said Havoc, right? No, you didn't say Havoc. Havoc. Havoc.
0: Sabertooth. Sabertooth. Vulcan.
1: A oh, whole Vulcan.
0: And Maggot. What? <laughs> you don't know Maggot.
1: Who is that?
0: Enie and Meanie. All right. We'll talk about it if it actually gets announced, but Maggot is a nineties creation who I'm indifferent about. All right. Last thing.
1: Last bit of
0: news. Well, actually, two things. One. Okay. They announced this was a couple of days ago. They announced the X Men, like the it's a three issue tie in to the Devil's Reign story. Hmm. Jerry Dugan and Phil Noto reuniting, and it's a story featuring your girl and her connections to Kingpin. So I'm excited about this.
1: Oh, Emma! Emma, giddy giddy! Emma, Emma, frog.
0: All right. And the last thing, and it's Marvel Legends related, that's what it made me think of. Target canceled my Age of Apocalypse Wave 2.
1: This is very upset. I was so
0: upset and I did a mad scramble to try and find them on other sites.
1: But you should also say that they canceled it after they asked you to confirm.
0: Yes. So they and asked me to confirm, confirm a new shipping date and I said yes. And I got an re- email response saying, You have confirmed your new shipping date. And then I got an email confirm. days later, You didn't confirm your shipping date. So we canceled your order. I was, I was so mad. So now I've ordered all of from, from different websites and I've gotten two of them so far, Iceman and Shadow Cat.
1: And Shadow Cat.
0: Rude. But anyway, speaking about Age of Apocalypse.
1: Ah, yeah.
0: Segues into our first X-Men Unlimited conversation point. These three little issues about <laughs> what?
1: I'm just still bitter.
0: It's your own fault. It's
1: not my own fault. You said there's I three said issues. I said there's
0: three issues of giant size little marvels. About Age of Apocalypse. Well, and you know. You read from issue one to issue five before you were like, hey, where are these issues? So you're just mad about it because you're mad at yourself? You're mad at me because I didn't give you all the information about it? What do you.
1: Yes, I'm all of the above. Okay. All right. Anyway.
0: I loved this arc, though. I thought it was so much fun. It, it was a very disposable comic in the sense that it had nothing to do with anything. I mean, it was just.
1: I felt like it was like the Muppet Babies version of Age of Apocalypse. Yes.
0: And I loved it. It was adorable. It was funny. It would. I liked the art.
1: The art was great. I do agree that it was adorable.
0: I loved Apocalypse's attitude throughout the entire thing. It was just, it was little games. The game names in the beginning and the first. So it's Mm -hmm. three parts. The last part came out, I think, last Friday. Maybe that was last Thursday.
1: I don't know. Dates. Yeah. Calendars
0: the games of board games that they were going to play settlers of the savage lands yeah that cards was against one. in
1: inhumanity
0: inhumanity legion quest which that was and it actually has the cover of legion from and
1: is legion quest was essentially like dungeons and dragons yep
0: yep and apocalypse becomes the dungeon master and they enter the age of apocalypse which Oh man! I, I,
1: An inevitable loop, as we find out.
0: What do, what do you bubs think of my character? When
1: like, just the amount of times that
0: Wolverine, hey bubs, bubs, <laughs> it's bubs, just bubs. The, it was written by Scotty Young, and it just it was silly. It was funny. It was very like self aware banter. Just click back or scroll up or whatever. You know, it it was it was a fun comic.
1: Agreed. But. Also, just a little nugget of conversation, as I said.
0: Doesn't want to talk about it, folks.
1: I mean, what else is there to talk about?
0: I don't know. Did you like any of the characters? Did you, Any points that stick out to you? You upset that I made you read it?
1: No, I'm not upset. I just, I felt like there's not anything. It was cute. There, I don't have questions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, let's talk about X-Men Green.
0: X-Men Unlimited, number eight. Sauron on the cover. That was pretty exciting. But also it just felt like how, how did he really tie in and Black Mamba? Well,
1: he tied in because he was also affected yeah. by the oil.
0: Maybe, maybe is Nature Girl under his influence? Is that going to be a
1: tie? Maybe. I mean, this Nature Girl, she went through a transformation. Yes, she did. And she had this terrible dream at the beginning and getting thrown in the pit. That's not cool.
0: Inevitability. Yeah. I don't know. I really liked the first couple. This one was okay.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's conti- it continued on the story, but I also feel like it was more so just like a, here's a little bit more information. We'll leave you with this cliffhanger. We'll tell you more later.
0: Yeah, the story itself didn't really advance as much as it did in the others. It was more, hey, we're going to introduce a couple other characters that maybe are connected and will deepen this and the, the dream sequence at the beginning.
1: Also, who is Black Mamba?
0: She has dark force manipulation. She possesses the ability to project an inky cloud of extra-dimensional energy known as the dark force.
1: Mm, Yes, she says, "I wield the dark force." This is your last chance to run.
0: Yeah, and I thought she had some cool shots. And interested to see how she ties into this oil company. Is this, you know, this this dark force? Is that what they're. They're mining and she seems to be running protection on the oil company.
1: Yeah, which is interesting. I will say that what I felt was that this issue just started to get going and then it was like to be continued.
0: Right. That's why I felt like nothing really was added with this. It was just we added in a couple more characters. We didn't really further the plot. Yeah. Which was fine. We saw Curse's power again, which when I thought that that guy was about to shoot that dog. Angry. Yeah.
1: But nah, this gun just blew up.
0: What do you think of uh,
1: Nature Girl's new look? It's a scary. It scares me. You no, I mean, it just, it doesn't scare me. It just makes her feel more villainous and intense.
0: Well, I mean, that's kind of where she's turned. It very too.
1: much gives me hella vibes.
0: Yes. Yes. Even more metal now. Curse loves it.
1: Curse is here for it. All right. All right. So it time to, to the talk main about event. Yes. Trial Magneto now? Yep. Infinity Comics. Okay. First, let's talk about this cover. Trial of Magneto number three. We got the cover with the weighing headpieces. Honestly, I love this cover. Scales of justice. Yeah. Magneto versus Scarlet Witch. That
0: towering presence of Magneto, his billowy cape all around him.
1: Yeah, it's a great cover. Loving it. And we dive in. Page turn noise.
0: We jump right into a close up and reaction from the last page reveal of issue two when she. Makes it known, hey, I'm here, and jumps into Vision's arms and mouth. Mm-hmm. He's upset. He's like, uh, hey, I was just grieving my wife, and then I found out that you died. And she's like, wait, what? What? wife? wife?
1: What? Yeah, and I, too. I'm like, wait, what? Your wife?
0: So Vision created his own family and married a, a fellow synthesoid that he built, Virginia. And from their brainwaves, he created twins, Vin and Viv. Okay. This was in Vision Volume Two from twenty fifteen. I feel
1: like during WandaVision I remember seeing images of this.
0: Yep. That's where they're like coming through a, a front door and yeah. it's a bunch of robot families.
1: Yeah. And yep. so he was married to this robot woman after him and like him and Wanda no longer together. Correct.
0: Yeah. They she- separated
1: with her memories as she is in this moment, thinks they're still together.
0: Right, right. Yes, because this is definitely not the Wanda that everybody's thinking it is. Correct. This seems to be a Wanda with very selective memories. Mm-hmm. Tony Stark is asking the questions we all wonder: like how could someone get the jump on Wanda?
1: I mean, it's a valid question.
0: Yeah, it was what they were asking in issue one of this. You know, it's just reality warping... Superpowered superhero.
1: I don't know any more than you do, she says. And she starts kind of having a little panic attack over here. And then, what's about to happen? But the ocean around us is exploding.
0: Right. So that connection of her being overwhelmed by the questioning, not knowing the answers, having this connection to the, the past traumas of her life and how that's then manifesting into this disrupting ocean. Because once North Star comes in and fooshes into Magneto, the oceans calm down.
1: Mm, Yes, that's true. They do.
0: So it it I am calling some direct connection between Wanda, her trauma, and these building waves as we'll call them now, until what's revealed later on.
1: Yes. And then North Star.
0: North Star. He's mad. I initially thought that he came out of the water. That Mm, that was when I was first reading this. I've been enhanced
1: since our last encounter.
0: So I was I was confused about this. So I believe this is in reference to X-Men, the 1991 series. Issue 113, the last issue of this series before it becomes Grant Morrison's new X-Men in 114. They fought as the X-Men infiltrated Genosha. Magneto's amassing this army and society, the same society that's then decimated by Wild Sentinels a few issues Wild later. Wild Sentinels. Anyway, I believe the enhanced reference is due to his death and resurrection on Krakoa. That's the only understanding that I have why he would be considered enhanced, unless yeah, there's he something was that I talking
1: missed. to Quicksilver in a previous issue about how he has like how he has advanced and how fast he can go and all of these things. So
0: because in that issue, Magneto grabs him and is like, "Oh, you're fast, but you're not as fast as my son. You're, you're yeah. not as fast as Pietro." In that issue of. Oh, in X-Men. that original
1: yep. issue that you were just talking about. Right, so he's... But, but now can, he's faster than Pietro.
0: Yeah, but you can fly, and that was something that he called out. hmm Interesting. Anyway.
1: Well, North Star is like, we're still investigating you, Magneto. So you're still... So it's still the trial of Magneto. And also, Captain America, Kyle wants to be your best friend. It's time for dinner.
0: <laughs> How can you think of dinner over. right now? He's human. He's
1: human. Tee-hee. And also just like... Is this is this relationship, friendship between Kyle and Captain America, is this leading somewhere? Or it's just like a fun, kitschy, like, we're friends? I don't know. Because it's it comes up kind of a lot.
0: Yeah, it's something that Leah is seemingly playing with. It's only in, so it started in that X-Factor issue when the fact that, how's your husband's a human on Krakoa?
1: Yeah, and the Hellfire was, Gala too.
0: Right, so that was that X-Factor yep. issue, yep. And then has been featured
1: in these couple of issues title page we're so sorry for her loss schrodinger's corpse
0: Mm-hmm. written by leah williams art by lucas wernock and david messina color art by edgar delgado letters by vcs clayton cowles i did notice something different of the art as i was going through oh and i didn't know like, i can't tell Which pages are by which artist? Oh, yeah. But the fact that there are two artists maybe have contribute might have contributed to that noticeable difference. Interesting. Do you know? Okay, I went down a rabbit hole. Uh I don't even know if it is going to end up having anything to tie into. Do you know Schrodinger's cat? No. Okay, so that's the title of this issue: Schrodinger's corpse. Mm -hmm. Made me think. Okay, this has to have something to that. To that. Well, so I so I went deep down the rabbit hole.
1: Explain it to me, baby. Uh, find,
0: so it's a thought experiment mm-hmm. to try to understand quantum theory and a, a notion of some scientists in the 1930s that thought that quantum particles are either fine and, and separate or they collide and collapse in a single state. And what causes them to collapse into a single state is they're viewed by a conscious observer. So they are only colliding because someone sees them Mm -hmm. and and schrodinger's like that's ridiculous that doesn't make any sense so he came up with this thought experiment imagine a cat in a bunker you can't see inside the bunker depending on your scientists it either has like a radioactive substance causing poison or gunpowder in it either way a a means to kill the cat Mm -hmm. schrodinger used radioactive substance in his explanation einstein Use gunpowder. Either way, a situation where the cat could either be dead or not. Mm -hmm. But the only way that we would know if the cat is alive or dead is if we open the bunker and see it. Right. So it lives in this state of potential of two possibilities. The idea that the cat being alive and dead at the same time doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Refusing the idea that, that viewing it causes its death. So it's the same idea of... Is is Wanda alive? Is she dead? Is she in multiple states of alive and dead? And especially as we come through this issue to find a couple of versions of Wanda. Oy. Is that what's causing this divergence of possibilities? This This unknown, this something that happened that created a split of if this happened, this would have happened. And if this happened, this would have happened.
1: Maybe, but also like, so is that theory or that... Statement, whatever, saying that basically because the cat could still be dead if you don't open the bunker, right? But you won't, you just don't know it for sure,
0: right? So, you don't know what the outcome is until you are able to investigate it. So, we don't know if Wanda died, how she died, until the end of this investigation.
1: Interesting. Well, yeah,
0: it was it was probably it's probably not going to add in to much of anything. But I, mean, I
1: feel like I understand. But I also that whole explanation makes me feel like I don't understand words. Sure. <laughs> so let's get back into it.
0: Family reunions all around. Uh, how did Billy get here?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I got to say this. I very rarely, when I'm reading, I very rarely stop and look at the little boxes that say who's in the issue because I don't like those spoilers. I like to just kind of read the title and move on quickly. And this time I looked at them and then I was upset that I was like, oh, Billy and Tommy are in this issue. I shouldn't have looked at that. I wanted to just be surprised when I saw them.
0: Yeah, there's no explanation. I think Abigail's offhand comments in The Last Annihilation finally drove him to go check in. He's like, let me go see what's up but he immediately knows that this is not their mother. Yeah, well. No question about it, you know. He Tommy wait, before she even says anything.
1: Have we met?
0: Right. That's not our mother, though she is the Scarlet Witch.
1: What she's do you not. Mean?
0: She's not entirely her like she's from the past or something.
1: As soon as I read that, I was like <gasps> who sneaky business resurrected her.
0: Right, so that's that's the first thing that that's making you think is that someone resurrected her. Yes. But on the next couple of pages, the amount of information that she has or doesn't have doesn't add up to where she would supposedly have information in a Cerebro backup, right? So in the first issue of this series, mm-hmm. Xavier said we have some old Cerebro backups back when we thought that Cerebro was tricked into believing that she and Pietro were still mutants. Yes. That was debunked. The The reveal that they were no longer Magneto's children happened in 2014. Okay. The last Cerebro backup might have happened in 2012 because of Avengers versus X-Men, because of what happened to Charles Xavier.
1: <laughs> Bye.
0: The events that i we're kind of getting ahead of it because i do want to call out a couple other things but the events that rachel and Jean load back into her mind
1: mm-hmm.
0: avengers disassembled happened in 2004 m-day happened in 2005 empire happened in 2020
1: so she should know these things she should know the first so, two as a person who doesn't hasn't read anything really pre-krakoa i had no idea of that sort of timeline, so I was just I just assumed, oh, this is the this is from the backup, which
0: right makes you feel like, is that what we're supposed to believe is that a, a red herring is that mm. trying to make you think, okay, what it, it just it doesn't add up, and I don't think that it was a editing miss. No, I don't think that that was it seems in, in too this, big to be in the same way that the timeline doesn't add up. Something right, the else times is of happening. Which she died. Which is why I think there are several Wandas existing.
1: At once. Right. What? My brain.
0: I do want to call it she she looks like Elizabeth Olson.
1: She totally does.
0: Which I don't know. Some people don't like. Some people do like the fact that now she's being drawn to look more like the She should. Elizabeth actor Olsen
1: is amazing. Let's get her in let's get this version of Wanda. She's a mutant now. That's how we bring the mutants in. Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah. Magneto's your dad. It's up to you to bring the X-Men into the universe. Anyway, when Rachel was like saying mom, I was like, wait, who is she talking to? And then I was like, oh, yeah, Jean is her mom. I always get the dang family tree confused. And
0: let's just call attention to the fact that, hey, Wanda's happy. She's clueless. Let's give her back all these memories of the terrible things that have happened to her slash in her name.
1: Right. How about you just say, these are your children. (laughs) You had these kids. You made these kids. And
0: to call it her greatest hits, if I was Wanda, I'd be saying no more telepaths real quick. Like right now, no more, no more.
1: Don't tell me this.
0: Summer gray family.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Let's just give our greatest hits.
0: And also, how do they have... They might have the No More Mutants memory. Mm -hmm. How do they have the Avengers disassembled? They weren't involved in that. How do they have the Empire? They weren't involved in that. Where do these memories come from that they're unlocking or or implanting? Because if this, in fact, is a Wanda that is not a, a replica with held back trauma or held back memories... Where yeah, are Yeah, if they didn't
1: experience them, how did they have them to put in her exactly, head? Exactly, right. That's interesting. Now, the bottom of this page, now that you said what you said about the water and the ocean and how that connected to Wanda's stress, I'm seeing this and this sudden burst of all of this crazy information in her head into this next resurgence of whatever the heck is going on now.
0: But even before that, inner cut so these first two images this mm-hmm. is avengers disassembled and now we see one of the monsters
1: yes oh. this is
0: m-day and we see the wheel monster this is empire and now we see the big rumble and the island of krakoa and everything around it and then we get the reveal of
1: yeah, I guess I didn't pick up on any of that stuff because I didn't really know. Like the No More Mutants one is obviously something that I was like, oh, I understand. I know this reference, but the other, all the other images I just assumed were memories.
0: Yeah, I I had a lot of questions throughout this mm-hmm. and went down a handful of rabbit holes to try and understand because I what feel like there's on? some deeper stuff being teed up with this, which is... I you mean, know. I hope so. I do, too, because I would agree with... A lot of people were, did not enjoy this issue.
1: Well, because I...
0: It felt like filler, and that's what a lot of people are saying, and I understand that. And it does not feel like it's delivering on the promise of the first two issues. I feel like we had that first issue. Everybody loved it. The yeah. second issue was like, wait, what? What's happening? The third one was like, waha. Uh,
1: yeah, I, for and, me, it... Go ahead.
0: And that's why I feel like there's... Things are not as they seem. Mm-hmm. These things that seem as though... It's unrelated. It's just a giant monster battle. There's a deeper connection to Wanda and to her connection to to nature and the area of Krakoa because that's also at play. the The fact that the body disappeared in issue two and right
1: into Krakoa, recessed
0: into Krakoa, potentially.
1: So for me, I didn't really feel like it was a filler issue. I felt more like a curveball. It yeah, it just took me to a place that I. I felt like I was missing a lot. You know, especially us having this conversation of me now being caught up on all of the Krakoan era comics. I was like, did I miss something huge? Mm. Like, did my brain like completely forget something that I was supposed to know? Because now as we turn the page and we get to these monsters, everybody seems to know what these monsters are. They have a name. They're like, it's not like, oh my God, where did these come from? It's like, oh, it's the thing. What are they called?
0: Do you know what kaiju monsters are? No. You you don't know what kaiju is? Because so Alicia made that reel that's on our Instagram and had a, a bunch of just questions and reactions and. I was like, okay, can you just send me some of your questions so I'm prepared for them? And she's like, what are kaiju monsters and how does everybody know what they are? Exactly. Kaiju is just a generic term. Kaiju loosely translates to big monster.
1: Are you kidding me? In
0: Japanese. It's essentially a generic term for a Godzilla-sized monster.
1: That is upsetting.
0: So the monster in the first X-Men issue, I kept on referring to it as a giant kaiju battle as they teamed up in a... Kind of mighty Morphin Power Rangers suit and fought this giant monster.
1: I'm upset. Why? Because how was I supposed to know that?
0: It's, I don't know, nerd culture of Japanese cinema?
1: Well, I'm out on that one, I guess. (laughs) On the outskirts of the culture there.
0: Well, we got to go kill these monsters. Please apologize to your husband. We will miss dinner.
1: Why does this one monster look so much like the Boneyard, though? That I thought was interesting.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. The the markings on them, the the differentiating the the different qualities of them physically, I don't have an explanation as yeah, to yeah. The markings what's... on them
1: are really interesting. I kept looking at those, trying to be like, what are those symbols? And then everyone's just like, all right, we got we just got to fight. And then here's the, <laughs> not that I'm gonna be picking on Scott too much, but in this in these two panels, North Star is like, hey, are you cool with me taking charge here? And Cyclops is like. Yeah, but let me micromanage you taking charge real quick.
0: <laughs> it's not micromanaging. You do the thing that you say you're about to do, and I'll call for backup. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but Wanda can't come.
1: Well, they don't know. They don't understand where she's at, and that clearly is concerning.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But and oddly, her kids are up to something.
1: Yeah, come with us.
0: We need you to come with us. Just trust us.
1: Just trust us.
0: And then what what happens is a, a giant monster battle, and this non-green fauna, which made me more upset than it should, primarily because I literally just made this big thing about fauna and curse last episode being the Ardian leech of the Kirkoan age.
1: What well, do you know for a fact that's fauna, or could it just be somebody else who has green hair? It's true, but looks kind of like fauna. I love, you know the. The realization of how do you know what its intention or how do you how can you predict what it's going to do? And boy's like, no, 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 I'm not predicting. I can see its intentions.
0: Yeah. And I feel like w- Leah made a big point about iBoy leveling up mm-hmm. in his X Factor run. And now to see that continued here and to be even more public knowledge makes it seem as though iBoy is stepping into a larger role.
1: Yeah, I hope so. iBoy's powers are so cool.
0: Yeah. He's got a lot to him that otherwise was not there.
1: Better stay close, kid. Captain America.
0: I do like Wasp and Sink, the giant one-two attack.
1: Mm-hmm. But it's just not working. They just... Okay, here's... Ooh, I have another question. This posed another question for me about, a ti- about timeline. So, and how this relates to where it falls, right? Because we know that wanda died at the end of the hellfire gala which is when the x-men team was announced Mm -hmm. and i'm assuming this takes place before the x-men team really gets going because polaris is still in her x-factor outfit
0: i don't know if i would assume that that might just be an artist's choice but potentially
1: you know i'm all about the outfits and what they mean
0: yeah they don't i mean hickman made it pretty upfront early on that the outfits are more like you have a closet of all your superhero costumes you've ever had and whatever you feel like wearing on that day you can put on so i would assume that they are a little into their run as the x-men team especially just how they responded to the first issue
1: oh yeah when they just showed up as a team oh yeah the x-men are here
0: right and kind of being micromanaged by the x-men quote-unquote I'll be honest, the the whole fight kind of threw me off. It was some cool visuals. It's just, we're out for your head, Magneto. Oh no, giant monsters, team up.
1: Yeah, I just, I was literally reading this going, what is happening? What story am I reading right now? What is going on? Yeah. Why do we care so much about these monsters? Which I feel like we, there's going to be a reason. There's going to be a connection. They can't just.
0: Be giant throw monsters these coming out giant of
1: monsters in here and be like this is not important but we're gonna make it take up a big chunk of this issue
0: no they're, they're not gonna do that it has to have I'm pretty sure it has to have the fact that there's three of them the fact that there are three traumatic events that get restored into her mind mm. and the fact that even at the beginning of the issue when she was seemingly things were falling apart as things didn't add up that was what caused the start of this rumble. Mm-hmm. Also, in the next handful of pages, we find there are three Wanda's.
1: There are three Wanda's. And here we get all these little arrow, clock hands, wheel spinning. Spin the wheel.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This data page I called spin the wheel. The next couple of pages I called solve the puzzle because wheel of fortune in your comics. I'd like to solve comics, the puzzle. I do want to shout out. So
1: this is a different Wanda. Than- I
0: believe that that is 616 current Wanda.
1: So 616 Current Wanda is in...
0: The mother, you would call her potentially. Because I do want to follow up and I do want to shout out the Pikachu on Instagram for their thoughts on how this relates to the triple goddess of neo-paganism. Potentially. Because I thought that that was really interesting. And I went deep on a dive... Tell me more. ...of neo-paganism.
1: I saw that comment and I was like, thank you for your service, but tell me more.
0: So the three figures are often described as the maiden, the mother, and the crone. Each oh, the of the fates. Potentially. That's also
1: what the fates are referred to.
0: Gotcha. So each of them symbolizing a separate stage of the female life cycle. Yes. So the crone is the older, wiser woman, old Lady Wanda at the end. Mm-hmm. The maiden is the virgin unaware that's the beginning wanda that we see yep. throughout this issue and then the mother is the 616 mom to these two children so that connection between those three and the fact that there are three of them
1: and i believe the how they also like tie into the fates so the maiden is like or yeah is the beginning the creation of life the mother that idea is like the present tense and then the crone is the future slash the end of your life yeah and yeah that's generally how the the fates are also described sometimes the fates are always described as old women but they're they represent those three different stages which is also interesting because there's this idea that the the youngest fate is the creator of life and doesn't consult with the other two fates about how the like life thread is spun or the creation is made and then the and um, you
0: you connect that to the creation of billy and tommy
1: Mm -hmm. then the present the middle fate who is like the present the mother is the measurer of your life so that's deciding on your life line basically how long you live and it's a Decision that's based off of what they perceive your actions to be. So they know what your entire life is going to look like and they decide where your life is they think your life should end and then they consult with the oldest one who is the one who makes the decision to cut the thread and says like, I think this is where their life should end and then that one takes into account anything that they have done in maybe past lives or throughout their life that they would need to be punished for, so to speak, to end their life earlier.
0: Hmm. Yeah, so that that could be another layer to it and especially... Giving more context and that's great, and especially relative to some stuff that you've been working on through work.
1: Yeah, the, I just want to visually compare these other two Wandas, not the. The reason wand. why
0: I I really uh, kind of think that it might be relative to paganism, and it's just that is also connected to Wicca and the the study of witchcraft, mm-hmm. and I feel like there's more to this, and even. Yeah, I am on the Wikipedia page because where else do you go? But that does have connections to Greek mythology. So is that also too? Yes. The Fates.
1: It's it's really interesting that the idea of the Fates. So I when I was doing research on them, that they are in so many different like religions and belief systems, but they just get like twisted a little bit differently depending on you know what the belief system is and. Yep. So that is a cool kind of tie-in to all of them together. Because I also, let's just talk about how Greek mythology and Norse mythology always comes up in X-Men comics.
0: For sure. And these quotes. So the wheel spins, right? Another cycle of death and rebirth. But for a moment, something shifted. A part of me departed. I thought I'd finally found my way out of here, but instead I woke up with even fewer memories.
1: Which is interesting. So... Do you think these... Because these red squares have come up before and they were always like thought to be Wanda's narration. Do you think this is old lady Wanda narrating or present day Wanda narrating?
0: I don't think it's old lady Wanda. I think it's either... I think it is present. And is it that her memory is split so that the mother the middle Wanda, the one that's now confronting the old lady, has all the missing trauma events that have affected her. The maiden, the first Wanda that we've seen throughout the beginning of this issue, does not have that, is just happy-go-lucky and in love with Vision. Mm -hmm. And that's the part, you know, it would wonder if this middle Wanda has those memories or if now she's split into this continuum of three versions of herself
1: so interesting there's only one fight there but then but then because of these two lines there is only one fight there is only a test of your will to survive and then present day wanda says i get it now so that makes me feel like it could be old lady wanda because the dialogue is coming from this place or feels like it's talking to her to say Here's the information that you're you're missing. Mm. So I don't I don't think it's really clear.
0: No, it's definitely not clear.
1: I get it now. I'm and supposed these, to kill
0: you. These images of the wheel, this conjuring circle, and then that image there of the kaiju monsters attacking Krakoa.
1: Oh, like she can see. Through, that gate through is sort a of a Krakoan portal right. into the actual, like, that's what's happening in Krakoa. And you could get through this gate somehow and get back to Krakoa right. if you defeat me, basically.
0: Potentially. And is this, you know, this looks like a and gate, the connection point of Wanda's favorite flower that grew into the connection, that grew through the gate and should not have been these... This triple goddess also has deep connections to nature and the earth.
1: And I'm just looking at the art and the way it kind of looks like the Uh, mirror dimension.
0: The mirror dimension, but also a lot of eyeballs.
1: Yeah. You figured it out.
0: Took you long enough. Old Lady Wanda reveal.
1: So, um, have we seen Old Lady Wanda before? I have not. We don't know anything. I
0: I can't confirm if that is the first appearance of old lady Wanda, I believe it is. There have been other scarlet witches.
1: Mhm. Well, she's even wearing like the OG
0: headpiece. Right. So, I think that this is Wanda Maximoff just on a different line, on a different at a different point in her continuum.
1: Like do you think these are multiversal connections?
0: Um potentially. Or... Well, especially thinking about the fact that Wanda is a nexus being and I feel mm-hmm. like that's going to tie in. To this, so is is this a Wanda from a different time, or just another part of Wanda and the, the the entirety of herself as a
1: character? I don't know. So crazy. I mean, this conversation has definitely helped me feel a little bit more connected to the story. I will say, I did not make the connection of the monsters and how they related to Wanda and what she was going through. And I honestly, by the time I got to this ending section, I was just so confused that I did not notice that these were the monsters in in this portal. So that does make me feel a little bit more connected to it as a whole.
0: And I would say even when I first read it, when I read it the first time, I felt a little okay, this feels like it doesn't connect to the previous Mm. two stories. And then I went down my deep rabbit holes of Schrodinger's Cat and this triple goddess and the different connection point. Like I went back and I screenshotted the different issues, the uh, Avengers 503 that Wanda actually does her chaos magic, or it's revealed that Wanda has done her chaos magic and, and kills some Avengers uh, mm. and, and also kills Agatha. Agatha. And just these points that I know from reading comics, but how do they tie into you know, is this, are these different potentialities of where her life then went? If Maybe. she did not experience these potentialities, these events, did a different outcome happen?
1: So, here are a couple other questions, not that I think that you need answers to, but just questions that are in my mind now that we're taking another look at this. One, it looks like this axe thing, which has similar kind of markings or symbols to the, to the, monsters, Mm -hmm. just appears out of this center swirling vortex thing as the two of them are talking. It like comes out and it's like Wanda's realization that, oh, okay, this axe has appeared and now I need to kill you. Mm -hmm. And two, old lady Wanda, why a white cape?
0: I don't know. Yeah.
1: Like, did you know that you were framing Magneto? Like, if we think about the timeline for a second, right? And we, so let's say, okay, there's three Wandas that are existing. And let's say from the get, there are three Wandas in some way, right? Because one one Wanda died hours, a couple hours before another Wanda visited Magneto. Yep. And we had the flash of Rachel seeing old lady Wanda steal the Cerebro helmet. Because I think it was in issue two that they're talking about that
0: chrono skimming, yeah. Yeah,
1: and she's like, "Oh, it's and and we were trying to figure out like who could it be in the cape, and all these things like who's who's this hooded figure." So I sort of get the sense that one or both of these Wandas is trapped in whatever this dimension is. But clearly, Old Lady Wanda can't be trapped in this dimension if she unless she's sort of trapped in, in wherever they are and she needed to take in another Wanda to get out. And so now the two of them are battling to see who gets out, but yet somehow this third Wanda existed. Like these are the things that now, now I'm thinking of just now as we're talking about it.
0: Yeah. And and how does that connect to and through Krakoa? Because I feel like that's a point that is also part of this. The gates themselves, the monsters around the island the eyes that is often depicted around the, the island of Krakoa itself.
1: Mm. Yeah. Like why is Wanda connected so strongly to Krakoa if she's not a mutant? Like how does she have this connection?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I will say that, you know, in the same way that when I watched the dark Phoenix and I, dive into my own brain thinking about things i enjoyed this issue more after obsessing over it than i did the first time i read it Mm. because i would say that you know this did not deliver on the expectation of issue three of this series correct but going through it and trying to piece things together and and trying to see okay did this happen how did this happen where does this tie in google beep boop 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 boop
1: boop (laughs) boop Dark cold That
0: made me just really wonder, hey, what else is a part of this?
1: I'm going to say something so picky and stupid right now. But in all the previous images before the hood is taken off, old lady Wanda has a white cape and white gloves. And then when she's revealing herself with her hood, and then after the fact, she has red gloves.
0: Yeah, but she magic though, so.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just very interesting. And... You know, your initial reaction once you read it is, I'm sorry, what? But then taking the time to be one of those people who really digs into it. Me. Justin. Well, you know, that's why I I've been waiting. It's what I said to all the people. That's what I said in the Instagram post. Hopefully, Justin will have some answers for me.
0: I feel I feel like I needed to have answers, you know. I feel like I needed to obsess over these things even if they don't pan out. You know, if Schrödinger's cat, if I learn Schrödinger's cat just because, that's fine. And
1: I feel like well, you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't name your issue. You wouldn't title an issue something right. like that if it didn't exist. Exactly. Mean something.
0: That's why I feel like there's something to this this potentiality of death or life and, and the unknown that is caused by not seeing it. It's so interesting. And so these are nobody
1: some... saw Wanda die. They right. just saw they just her saw body.
0: The, the body. And we don't know, you know, is that middle Wanda or is that young Wanda?
1: And there's still the idea that she was strangled, but also she was stabbed. Was like like she the strangled? Skimming was that she was strangled, but the image after was that she was stabbed.
0: Right, but she was also strangled by metal. The call from issue one that there is enough metallic ore in Krakoa to be able to manipulate and attack you. Myself, yes. Right. So, did old lady Wanda manipulate the organic core of Krakoa to strangle her? And then who can get the jump on a reality warper? A reality
1: An- another warper. Another
0: reality warper that's more experienced in their powers.
1: So interesting. What's the Krakoan for the next issue?
0: Time to face yourself. Ooh. What, what, what are your thoughts? Are you on the same page as like, okay, now obsessing over this? Because I, I will admit... After I read it the first time, I was like, "Ah, what? I'm going for a bike ride." <laughs> I'm <laughs> out on this. I'm not doing notes right now. I got I got to stew on this for a second, and then I did, and I I started Googling and I started diving in, and it it made me. And is that you know I, I would say if that's the need to be able to understand and enjoy, I don't know if that's doing its purpose in entertainment, right? But Bye. if it then delivers in. If this sticks the landing with the connection points that make you realize, oh, that's how issue three is a a pivotal connection point to everything.
1: I think, to answer your question, this conversation really made me appreciate this issue more and more excited about where it could go. I think the problem with the setup of it and the title of it being The Trial of Magneto is that you have these expectations that it's going to be focusing on Magneto and his involvement. And the setup at the beginning was like Magneto is guilty and then Magneto admits and then it shifts completely and you have the perspective of, okay, well, I've been wondering how did this happen and this is starting to give you those answers. But when you come into it with the mindset that you're going to be reading about a trial of Magneto, you have a different expectation of what the issue is going to be right so taking that expectation away gives you a different perspective right it gives you the opportunity to look at it differently which i appreciate and i appreciate you diving in because i feel like that helped me get that different perspective and that different understanding
0: and it's it's really interesting to think about how leah did not want to title this the trial of magneto Mm. and how i wonder what
1: she wanted to title it
0: i would be really interested to know that as well the fact that that does you you name something that has a legacy meaning Mm -hmm. it connects to those meaning even inferno as we're talking about inferno coming up
1: right it has to have the fans expect that it has that connection and then it almost feels i don't want to say disrespectful but like, why would you call it that if it doesn't have to do with that? Right. Which is interesting, right? Because what does the original trial Magneto have to do with it? Has to do with the differentiation between how mutants view humans and how humans view mutants, and who's right and who's wrong. Which so which take it does into does connect
0: to Scarlet Witch and right? how mutants view her versus how humans and the heroes of the avengers view her
1: right and And, what is right and what is wrong
0: and you think about the three specific events that they call out you know the first one where she kills some avengers the second one where she depowers a a bunch of mutants and then the third one where she tries to atone for that but Mm -hmm. ends up making things a little bit messier
1: so i'd be interested to see how those things connect like that if you're looking at a bigger picture and then,
0: and those three points specifically that are called out how those greatest hits, how did those get selected? Where's that influence coming from? Because that makes me question a little bit of, okay, so if those are the ones that we need to be paying attention to, if those are the specific points that are relative to her freaking out and causing these kaiju monsters.
1: Hmm. Yes. And then The other part of what you were saying I do feel like I hope that in future issues when they continue to break this down or make connection points that it's clear because I don't think as a reader you should have to do all of this side research to fully understand what's going on. I think if you want to do that before it's given to you because you just have to know. That's one thing. Yeah. But if it just doesn't get explained, that's a little frustrating as a reader.
0: Yeah. It's almost like when we were watching WandaVision and we obsessed over certain episodes and then we, we got to the next episode and they're like, oh, yeah, and this and this. Like, we already knew all that because we obsessed and we, we, we obsessed. paused and we zoomed in. and.
1: Yeah. So I'm hoping that those reveals are built into... How many issues is this? Six? Five. Five. So two more. So there's only two more. But that's
0: that's still a decent amount of potential story. Yeah, for sure. I just feel like this issue felt a little bloated with the kaiju monster battle. And in that time could have included a little bit more context as to what's going on. I do want to call out a connection to the Boneyard and the fact that that's where a lot of corpses are kept. Right. All oh, the, right, the because zombie they have the um,
1: that they the were... experimentation going on there. Right.
0: And so, is there any other connection points between the other two areas that are attacked by the different kaiju monsters? Oh, yeah. Which are what? The one is the wild hunt. It looks like where that could be the mother.
1: Which one is that? The blue one.
0: Yes, I believe it's the blue one in this area with all these trees and the houses in the trees. So if that connects to the mother, and then the first one being this this wheel that connects to the the maiden, or well,
1: yeah, because it's a wheel, spin the wheel, the wheel. And then another question: Where the heck did Billy and Tommy take Wanda?
0: Yeah, we we we'll find that out in the next issue.
1: Yeah, but I'm just saying these are the things to think about.
0: Because I think Billy knows more than he's telling people, and I but I think. We'll we'll find it all. Hopefully. You know, Leah Leah has said that she does not want to do big events. And I feel like this has been created into a bigger event than she had initially intended. Mm.
1: Yeah. Which is interesting, right? Because you said that she pitched this idea as like a part of, it was yep. a part of X Factor.
0: A later story arc in X Factor. And
1: then they were like, no, we're going to do it as a whole big thing.
0: And we're going to call it this and everybody's going to get hyped and or angry and they'll be mad at you. <laughs> Don't get mad at the creators. You know, they're, they're working at certain things. Yeah. I understand disappointment and or hype and or not meeting expectations. But, you know, these are people doing their jobs and telling stories and you can like some, you cannot. Layers. Layers.
1: There's layers. We got
0: a big week next week.
1: Oh, we do. What do we got?
0: So we were supposed to get Sword Number Nine and Wolverine Number Seventeen this this week,
1: week. but they were pushed.
0: They were pushed because of delays in shipping and/or materials. Nobody's really saying why, but there's been delays throughout the comics industry.
1: Well, there's been delays throughout the everywhere industry, right?
0: But in addition to those two, we're also getting Marauders Number Twenty Five. Pop, pop. And Inferno number two.
1: Whew, wow. Okay. That is going to be a hefty week.
0: That's, that's a two-episode week, that's I feel a like. That's a
1: two-episode week. Probably Inferno gets its own episode.
0: Yeah, most likely because it's a double-sized issue as well. Oh, snap. There's going to be a lot of reading. Clear my Wednesday.
1: Clear my Wednesday. Clear my schedule. My schedule. Well, that was that was a lot to unpack, but I'm glad we did it. And I hope... You know, those of you that came along for the ride feel a little bit better about yeah. what you read this if week. If you have
0: questions, if you have
1: theories, add us on Instagram, Twitter. Yes, please. And especially to uh, the few new listeners that we got who I was talking to via Instagram on The reel, who were saying, oh, I'm super excited to hear this episode. Please let me know. Let us know what you thought, what you, are
0: what theories your theories off?
1: are. Yeah. Do you have different theories? We want to know. We love the conversation. Is
0: Mystique getting framed? The fact that she's like, oh, this should be interesting. Why was she in those bushes in issue yeah, two? what
1: is going on with that? In Exodus. I still feel questionable about Exodus.
0: That's just because I want him to be doing something.
1: But anyway, until next time, old friend.
0: Charles.
1: Thanks so much for joining us today on the x wife Podcast. Be sure to leave us a review and tell your friends.
0: The x wife Podcast is produced in Providence, Rhode Island by Alicia and Justin. Our music is by Kwan.